to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 269, Frontier in Space. My name is John, and joining me every time we are hanging out in a rock quarry waiting for the Daleks to show up is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, hello. Hey there. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. First episode of 2023. Good Lord. Here we are, yes. Yes, indeed. You know, had, had, had we just waited to review this at like the end of February, it would have been the 50th anniversary. Oh, hey interesting story i just noticed that it takes place in 73 anyway yeah three weeks off get through the holiday and now we're back at it back at it indeed and then we'll be back at it for real with work tomorrow i assume i'm taking one more day off and then yeah back to good call good just just in time for a big fat pineapple express storm oh boy slam into northern California. yeah we've been getting a lot of rain down here too i i think uh if i recall uh weather valley village we're supposed to be getting more um wednesday and thursday now it says it's it's yeah. wednesday thursday sunday monday it's all over the place yeah we've there's the the storm doors open as the weatherman in the area would like to say yeah uh, oh yeah and yeah it's it's yeah it's really wet the ground is saturated and yeah it's just like expect roads to close expect trees to come down expect you know mudslides and i'm like crap oh my yeah. god yeah wow yeah it's gonna yeah. be uh yeah, it's gonna be something don't commute if you don't have to absolutely absolutely well uh i mean it it's been longer than a fortnight it has so um I, I guess let's uh let's get into uh what has been making us happy um this Fortnite Plus. It's now a streaming service. <laughs> Fortnite uh, and a half. Yeah, before we get into who news, let's let's uh Taylor, what 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 is making you happy? I, I well, I mean it, it it would be easy for me to say Christmas. You yeah, know, Christmas was fun and Christmas was good. And it would be easy for me to be like, hey, you know, we we made it through 2022 and now it's 2023 but really uh the 26th through the 29th the whole family we went down to disneyland and it was just an awesome trip yeah it looked like and it that, that it like a good time it was so much fun i'm sorry we weren't able to uh oh that's fine connect and have a meal together we did end up having portillo's oh good uh so yeah actually two nights in a row uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because it's that good um but yeah a whole lot of fun uh you know drove down and um you know uh California Adventure um, most of the first day mm-hmm. and then a mix of stuff the second day. Second day saw some rain in the afternoon and we we're like, oh, let's wait and see if the park kind of clears out. And like, no. Wow. It absolutely did not. Crazy. Everyone stayed. And from what I hear, it was actually the the busiest, the most packed the park has been since the pandemic. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Wednesday, that was like our, our big, our big Disneyland day. We were just going to, we were going to do the whole day, probably take a break in the middle, 
go back in the evening, you know, experience some of the stuff at nights when we did Rise of the Resistance. Yes. Um, yeah, that was that was a blast. Um, uh, Perrin is now very definitely into Star Wars. Oh, yeah, he 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 wasn't really quite clicking with it at first. Like we showed him like the, you know, a new hope and he was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's a little violent at times. And we're just like, Oh, maybe he's just not at the right age yet, you know? And, um, then seeing galaxy's edge, which I could spend an entire day there. Just yeah. Looking at the detail of, of everything. Um, it's incredible. Um, he, um, one, he fell in love with the Porgs. Oh. Um, and he also fell in love with something called a Loth Cat. Um, and I was like, I don't remember what movie these are from. And so I, I just looked up Loth Cat, and they're from the Star Wars Rebels cartoon series. Oh. And I had never heard of it. I'd never watched it before. So now he is watching that, like, fanatically. That's great. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I have to give him credit. It's not just like a hokey slap together cartoon series. Like it's like it's 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 legit. Like huh. it's not afraid to have a it's not afraid to have a body count of stormtroopers. You know, it's not afraid to uh um, you know, do some heavy duty storytelling and stuff. So it's like, wow, okay. Cool. So yeah, he's totally on board right now. Great. Very cool. Mhm. Very very cool. So yeah. That was a whole heck of a lot of fun. John, what is making you happy this Fortnite Plus? Oh boy. Uh so it's been three man, it's been three weeks. So basically what it this the oh, I'm looking at January. I was like trying to pinpoint the night it's yeah. oh the twelfth, not the nineteenth. Goodness. Correct. Um Correct. yeah, the twelfth. I uh what's making me happy this Fortnite? Uh I feel like um just not having to work uh, it was uh, it was pretty yeah. great. It was nice. It's pretty nice, huh? Yeah. It's been very nice just to just to hang out and not have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that all changes tomorrow, which is fine. But um, yeah, let's see what else. Oh, I got a I got a Apple Watch from Lauren for Christmas. That was very oh, cool. Nice. I managed to kill my Fitbit. Uh, I at, uh, Disneyland. Too many. Don't too many steps. Not so much too many steps, but I think spending too much time in the hot tub with it. Ah, yes, that'll do it too. Um, so yeah, I killed it before I could hit like twenty thousand steps or whatever that that Wednesday. Oh man, alas. Yep, that's that sounds like a day in the park for sure. <laughs> right. Uh, what yeah. else? What else did we do? We uh we went to this cute little brewery slash bowling alley about an hour away. Um, I didn't, I think I took like one or two pictures I'll have to send them to you. Um, it was really, really cool. Um, nice. and the town we were in, I was like, this is a nice little town. We should come here more often. Like it had that small town vibe to it, but mm-hmm. like newly remodeled small town. Okay. Like their, their little downtown main street was, was super cool. Um, so we did that. What else did we do? Um, Christmas was pretty chill for us. We just hung out. Uh, at home, we watched um, Spirited, which if you haven't seen, uh, is not. amazing. It's very, That's very well Will, done. Will Ferrell and... Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds. Thank you, yeah. It's very, seen... very good. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yes, very good. What else did we watch? <laughs> we watched the Albert Finney Scrooge, which is a tradition. Oh, that's a classic. That I mean, I gotta say, like, thank you very much is probably one of the best musical numbers I- ever. 
just because mm-hmm. you've seen it, obviously, yes? Not not in many years, but I have seen it. So basically, when they go, just spoilers for a movie that came out in 1970-something, um, when they go into the, you know, the ghost of, uh, of Christmases yet to come, uh, yeah. basically shows him, everyone is celebrating him, and he's like, oh, this is great, and they all sing a song, but what he doesn't realize uh, is they're all singing this song, Thank You Very Much, because he has just passed, and the yes. guy who's singing the actual song is literally dancing on his grave, or on his <laughs> casket, as they bring it down the street, and it's literally one of my, I'm just like, this is absolutely amazing. I love that movie. It's it's so good. I'm glad Lauren showed it to me, and that's like, that is a Christmas Day movie that we, we watch all the time now. So that's nice. making me happy. What else, man? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, I'm trying to think if, if there's anything else that is making me happy, and I'm really trying to think, and I can't think of it. Oh, do you know what else is actually making me happy? So What's that? Uh, it's video games. Um, I am slowly, I know I'm late on this train, I'm slowly getting addicted to Fortnite. Oh, really? It's very strange. I have a bunch of friends, because we're, we're all playing, you know, Call of Duty, Warzone, and it's it's very just like high-strung kind of, mm-hmm. everyone's mad within five minutes. And this is like, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm I'm Ghost Rider, and I'm, I'm doing a little dance, and it's like, this is fun. Um, so we, <laughs> I played with a couple of friends last night. I think we won like six games, which was nice. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's making me happy. Uh, other than that, uh, oh, I got, I think I got the whole, I got my whole setup is done now. I think, I think we mentioned that my whole streaming setup is done mm-hmm. at my desk. It's yeah. done. I've streamed a couple of times. Um, yeah, uh, that's nice. all. I think that's all I got. There's something that else is making me happy, but it's in Who News. So uh, let's yeah, right? let's uh, let's get into that if it's true. But let's let's get into that. Oh, that too. Yeah, definitely. Before we even get to that, which is exciting. Yeah. Um. But hey, we got a trailer for Christmas. Yeah, we did, and uh, I I think some of us might have hyped it up to be like, what if we just get the full episode? Yeah, and exactly. we did, but that's fine. We but that's yeah, we kind of tempered ourselves with it's probably going to be a trailer but wouldn't it be cool if yeah 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 but hooray yes give it to us more please more um i'm excited by that um and of course the the monsters in the 60th anniversary uh they've got a pretty deep cut in terms of history we have beep the meep and we have creatures that i was like um i'm sorry is this mothman <laughs> no, not Mothman. I believe they are uh they are the ones that um that hunt beep the meat. Yes. Yeah. And I am I am I am looking for their name and I always the the Rarth. The Rarth, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god, Doctor Who, do we have to just take Wrath and throw like an extra letter in there to make it impossible to pronounce? <laughs> yeah. Why not? So yeah, these these are all characters that first appeared in the comics that you find in Doctor Who magazine. Yes. Star- Doctor Who and the Star Beasts. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the first. Um, and you know you know what? I just got to say something. I've seen some clicky clickbait in my life, but I saw something mm-hmm. today that w- that said Doctor Who's 60th anniversary brings Marvel Comics character to life. 
And I went, get out of here. Because Marvel was publishing that. Yes, technically true, but technically annoying. (laughs) I, you know, I have to admit, when we were at Disneyland and, you know, like, not just going through rides and stuff, but also looking in shops and whatnot, I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, is there going to be like Doctor Who merchandise in here in a year? I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, You know what? I actually had the thought while I was watching uh, Frontier in Space, how cool would it be if, you know how they sometimes change rides to, like, um, like for uh, Haunted Mansion? The, oh, did you go yes. on Haunted Mansion? Of course. Yes. And it was still ni- Nightmare? Yeah. Love it. Oh, that's great. So, they, yeah. you know, they change rides sometimes like that. I would mm-hmm. love for them to change Space Mountain into Doctor Who themed. Oh, for my word. A limit. I, I would... I would go there immediately. That would be awesome. That's the I only ride I could see it really working. Easily, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. see. We'll see how big it is once it gets to Disney+. Plus. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that would be great. Can't wait. Can't wait. Yeah. Well, if if learning the comic history of Beep the Meep and the Rarth, War- Rarth Warriors, God, that is going to mess yeah. me up and eat. Hoy. Okay. Don't um, worry. You only have a year to figure it out. I know, I know. This is new, unique New York. Unique yes. New York. Um, Cult Box naturally decided to do a breakdown of that trailer. Um, and yeah, it's in the show notes if you want to read it. You get all I mean, that goodness in there. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's pretty hilarious. The you know, uh, um, uh, uh, Sylvia Noble trying to like. Oh, don't look at the doctor right behind me. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. He's not there. You can't see him. Exactly. Um, But I I mean, just the glimpse we get of Beep the Meep in the trailer. He looks so looks great. Magnificently rendered. It's so good. And I and when I say rendered, I mean, I don't think that's CGI. Um, I mean, if it's not. Well, I think it I think we might have a case of. Half and half here. Possibly. Those eyes look pretty. But if this is if this is practical, uh, I mean, we're in for a fun ride. Yeah. The the Wraith Warriors they look they look more practical, and I actually really like how they look. They look pretty cool. They do. They do. And again, I I now that I see the Rarth Warriors. We just need to come up with a Doctor Who story that takes place in Point Pleasant, and people think it's Mothman, but it's the it's it's a, like a lone Rarth warrior, mm. right? Those big red eyes. How do you not think Mothman? Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So we've got unit. We got stuff blowing up. Stuff likes to blow up. Yes, a lot of yep. good, lot of good stuff going on here. I'm, I'm excited, yeah. but I'm also. It's just like we gotta wait a year. Too too long. I know. I know. know. It's too Um, long. What do you think about Neil Patrick Harris's character's German accent? Worldwide Vermeer. I'm fine with it. I don't care. Are you okay? (laughs) Like, like that's not gonna be. I guarantee that. Like that. uh, That'll be like. I mean, we'll see when we do the review. But yeah, Worldwide Vermeer. I, I. I messaged you. I said, you know what it is? It's the return of Trist. Yes. It's the return of Trist from the episode we just watched. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's a deep, deep nightmare in Eden cut. Could be. Could be. 
So there's you, my prediction for 2023. You know what? Um, oh man, you know what else? Kind of, I was like, hmm, maybe that is, um, maybe that could be who it is. And now I'm just forgetting the story. It was a second Doctor story. It's okay. it, it's when uh, there's two Jamies. What? Oh, um, the mind robber. The mind robber. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, if we're thinking yeah. that something is weird and with um with uh our you know our Neil Patrick Harris character who seems to kind of maybe be bending reality, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be our that would be our, our villain, culprit. right? Could be, could be. We shall see. Who knows? We, I'm sure somebody does. Somebody, somebody does for sure. I think a few somebodies do, but. Yes. Might any of those somebodies be new guests announced for Gallifrey One? Oh boy, I don't know. <laughs> um, and and just in case you're counting at home, forty five days. Yeah. Gallifrey One. I am so glad my ribbons arrived while we were out of town. Oh, nice. Um, yes, very excited for that. Um, uh, Katie Manning. We'll be talking about her tonight. Yes, Joe we Grant will. Herself. We'll be there. Uh, John Colshaw, who does amazing uh, voice recreations, originally just in parody stuff, but now for Big Finish. Uh, let's see. Uh, Daniel Anthony, who is part of the Sarah Jane Adventures. Uh, Jamie Magnus Stone, director uh, through yes. uh, much, if not all, of the Whitaker era. Oh, yeah. Um, Patrick O'Kane, who played Ashad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lone Cyberman. He'll be there. Um Daisy Ashford, who's actually doing uh, Liz Shaw for Big Finish. Yes. Um, and uh, Lauren Cornelis, who is doing Dodo, uh, first Doctor Companion uh, for Big Finish. Matt Fitton, obviously doing many things for Big Finish. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, uh, you know Daisy Ashford is Liz Shaw's, or Ka- Carolyn John's real daughter, right? Um, yes, I did oh, see okay. that. <laughs> In the uh, it's in, in the, the thing there, I just, oh, okay. yeah neglected to mention it. Yeah, that's fun. very cool. I think that's fun. yeah. No, I think that's great. Um, yeah, a lot of big Finnish people uh, showing up. We get a a list of uh, local LA based guests who are often there. Um, I want to just say I think it's also really awesome. And there it is now. I see it now that uh, Dan Peck, who currently plays the Doctor on um, the Game of Rassilon, yes, is actually listed as one of these people. So that's great. You made it big, man. Good job. Made it big. <laughs> Which I suppose also means that at some point we should probably email them and say, "Hey, oh shoot." Yes. How about a podcasters meetup? Yeah, we need to do that. I thought about that while we were out of town, and I forgot to put it on my to-do list oh boy anyway anyway lastly this time um i think we should put this under huge if true because we don't know (sighs) for sure if it's true yes uh but john why don't you take the lead on this one because you sent it to me all right yeah uh i and i went man as soon as i saw the source i went that's annoying, but you know what? We'll we'll take it at uh, at face value for now. According to the mirror, uh, two lost stories are going to be quote animated and colorized for the 60th anniversary. Uh, it's going to be the Smugglers, which is a first Doctor adventure, and then the mm-hmm. Underwater Menace, which is a second Doctor adventure. Adventure. Uh, I am very. If this is true. 
I am very excited um, because you know we thought these were these weren't going to be. We thought with, <laughs> that we were just done with animation. We were holding out hope. Yeah. Um. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited about this. I just looked up the underwater menace, and boy, oh boy, feels like we're going to have some fun with this one. Oh yeah. If it's true. Um, oh yeah. I think it also said the animation deal is not connected to the show's tie-up with Disney Plus, which is oh interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's that new funding has been found. Mm. So BBC announced that BBC America withdrew funding, and now right. the Mirror is reporting that new funding has been found. But it's um, not Disney. Right? But it's not Disney. So that's fine. Just keep on keeping on. Sure. Let's 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 go sure. here. Whatever shell companies they want to funnel the money through. I mean, yeah. as long as we get our animations. I want the animations. <laughs> Give me the animations. They're just hitting their stride. So yeah, that's uh, that's going to be in the. If you want to check out the the link, it that'll, that'll be in the show notes as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's exciting. Yeah, fingers crossed. Very very exciting. All right. So this week we watched Frontier in Space, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant, and Roger Delgado as the Master. Written by Malcolm Hook. And directed by Paul Bernard. I'll stop doing that at some point. Uh, it first aired February 24th through March 31st, 1973. And it is the third story of season 10. And we have... Oh, I got to scroll a little bit. We have a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Yep, indeed. We love a good alternate title. Um, and, and they didn't choose Frontierland in space, mm. which would have been funny. Yes. Um, can I just say, um, uh, Big Thunder Railroad, that roller coaster? Yeah. Is Perrin's favorite ride. Oh! He loves that. I lo- he loves that so much. That's my favorite ride, too. Is it? Nice. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. No, I, I, lo- I love of- Big Thunder, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great. But the story, the story, getting back to Doctor Who yes. at Disney, sorry about that, had the working title Frontiers oh. in space. Plural multiple multiple frontiers oh sure why okay fine sure why not the original outline though had the cybermen working with the master but they were swapped for the ogrons before scripting started Ooh, uh that would have been interesting right would that have been the first story if all if it all went through where um the cybermen dollar yeah that would have been the first one i think right yeah i think it would have been yeah yeah uh, well, the conclusion of the story ends on a cliffhanger that leads straight into Planet of the Daleks. Uh, originally, both this story and Planet of the Daleks were going to be a 12-parter. Oh, Jesus. And as the two storylines are connected, they are often unofficially considered as such. Okay, well, uh, I'm glad that somebody said, you know what? In like 50 years, some guy's going to be like, why am I watching this 12-episode thing? So we should split it up. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna love the end of the episode tonight. Um uh, <laughs> episode six had to be revised after it was delivered by director Paul Bernard. Barry Letts greatly disliked the way the Ogron Eater had been realized by the production team and tried to limit its inclusion in the story. I think that's our big fleshy blob. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. the center stage in the final moments of episode six, and the only way to get rid of it was to film a corrective pickup on the first day of studio recording for Planet of the Daleks. This meant, technically, 
Episode 6 contains some work by Planet of the Daleks director David Maloney. Huh. However, this didn't alter Paul Bernard's sole directing credit for the episode. They're just like, mm, yeah, it, 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 it washes. Yeah, the Ogron Eater, I believe, yes, is that that is what you were talking about, is that big orange <clears throat> blob thing. And then they also, like, yeah. apparently they had, like, a um, a cave painting of it as well. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes yeah, yes, oh, yes. boy, jeez. Oh, yeah. Reviewers have observed that the uh, precipitating incident of the first Earth Draconian War, as depicted in the story, is very similar to the beginning of the Earth Minbari War in the 1990s TV series Babylon 5, for those of you guys who've watched it. Mm. Uh, Both space wars begin because an Earth vessel misinterprets the approach of an alien ship as a threat and fires on the ship based on this misunderstanding. Um, Babylon 5, great show, don't get me wrong, but if you haven't watched it, that story note doesn't make any sense to you. No, it doesn't. Uh, it makes zero sense no, to me, but uh, that's, that's fine. Okay. That's okay. John Pertwee named the Draconians his favorite monster, largely because of how expressive they were and thus easier to act alongside than, say, the Daleks. Mm. Uh, he was fond of recounting how he had a conversation about space travel, the stars, and the planets with one of the Draconian actors during a night shoot without noticing the actor was in costume. <laughs> I just wanted to have a conversation with them. <laughs> That's it. I can't talk to a Dalek. That's right. Uh, at Terrence Dix's suggestion, the president of Earth became female, with Malcolm Hulk taking care to note that she was not the first woman to hold the office. Hey, good job, guys. Yep. We did Nicely done. We did nice, it. Nicely done. Nicely done. Um, sadly, though, this is the final appearance of the amazing Roger Delgado in Doctor Who before his death. In June of 1973, Delgado died in a car accident in Turkey when the chauffeur-driven vehicle ran off the road and fell into a ravine during the on-location shoot for the film Bell of Tibet. His character actually was meant to have a final encounter with the Doctor in the serial of The Final Game, which naturally was scrapped. Yeah, you know what? I I hadn't known... Uh, I, apparently, you know, I, I knew that he had passed. I didn't mm. know how, and then I read it and I was like, that's awful. Yeah. That's so sad. And I guess what he was doing, uh, that, um, uh, oh, I found the page again, Taylor of the unproduced uh, Dr. Who's. I, I, oh I no. I knew that was going to happen. Um, the, the, the bell of Tibet was apparently a comedy, uh, and he really? was apparently super excited about, you know, doing a comedy and not playing, uh a time lord bent on galactic domination <laughs> um anyway uh yeah very very sad and um uh yeah i wish this i mean i'm not gonna say i wish this wasn't his fight because i you know it's still got he did great oh yeah what we, absolutely yeah. um and i i think maybe you know, with the 50th anniversary of his passing coming up this year, I need to finally sit down and read his biography that I bought. Ah, and just haven't gotten to. There you go. So, in honor of his, in honor of his passing this year. Yes, I think that's what I'll do. That sounds that sounds like a plan. Maybe we'll. Oh wait, it's in June. Maybe if we haven't done, maybe we'll save a Delgado if we haven't done them all. Maybe we'll try and save a story for the 50th. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I don't know if we've done them all or not. I would have to double check. But I will not do that right now. Because right now, we have a world-famous synopsis from Taylor. So, Taylor, take it away. 
All right. The Doctor and Joe find themselves in the middle of an interplanetary political intrigue as uh, human draconian tensions are at an all-time high. War is on the horizon, but the Doctor senses something else is at play. It's the Ogrons. Lasting and working for the Daleks, they're now being paid by the Master who's trying to stoke the fires of war. Can the Doctor and Joe convince both sides that they're being played against each other? Or will they spend easily 75% of the story in jail cells? <laughs> because really they do. We can only find out if we cross the frontier in space. Oh boy. All right, Taylor. Uh, six-parter <laughs> here. What were your overall <laughs> feelings uh, about frontier in space? It's all right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't get me wrong. There's a lot of high points. There's a lot of like, you know, neat character interplay. Um, I, I kind of like see where they're going with like this overall arching thread of like, you know, people playing each other and the Ogrons are working for the master, but oh, the master's working for the Daleks and oh, we got six Dalek episodes coming after this. Um, I feel, however, like this story could have been told better in like four parts, possibly three. Whoa. Um, Who are you, me? <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, yes. Wow. Yes, I am. Um, football, wrestling, yeah. Mm. Um, Mets. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Well, now you're talking. <laughs> but knowing that this was kind of meant originally to be a 12-parter with the next story, like I kind of get while they're why they're playing this kind of like longer game but i'm yeah. not joking so much time is spent in jail cells yeah <laughs> that yeah. it got kind of laughably frustrating there was actually also i didn't make a note of it because i was like you know what i'm just gonna let it slide there was w one part where they just hang on a door for way longer than they should and i'm like what are we doing yeah. here I can't. I think that was like in episode four, where it just like a door closes so. and we're just sitting there. I'm like, come on, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah. But I mean, I don't disagree that I feel like it could have been. Um, it could have been shorter. It could have been a little tighter. Uh, overall, I I actually did enjoy it. I enjoyed the um, the story that was mm -hmm. that was being told. I kind of enjoyed that. Um, you know, we had like a no, you attack, no, you attacked us, and then now we're mad, kind of thing, and then kind you of that got your chocolate, my peanut butter. Yes, basically. Um, what I didn't enjoy. There are a couple of things I didn't enjoy. I'll say uh, now that I know that it was supposed to be a twelve-part story. I guess the seven minutes of Daleks at the end is fine. Um, <laughs> I gotta say, uh. The reveal that the master is in this episode was awful. He just shows up. Yes. He's just like, like sitting in a seat. And I was yeah, like, this should he, be a huge reveal. Yeah. I felt like the cliffhangers yeah. were very hit or miss here. Agreed. And I guess if it was supposed to be a 12 parter, that makes sense. But yeah, it was just, <laughs> it was just kind of like, oh man, some of these are really good. And then some of these are, I'm like, what is happening? But yeah, the, the, just the Delgado, just like, yes, I'm here for the prisoners with no musical note or anything. Yep. Yep. No, oh, no theme, no sting. Nothing. Not a, not a it's cliffhanger. Just, That's a cliffhanger. Is, oh, you would think so. Yeah. But he, it's, it's just, it's, it's played and it is set up like it's, it, he's, he's just, just a, another guy. Under, undercover, yeah, basically. Like you, you uh, operating I, in stealth mode. 
Yeah, I mean, really, what you could have done is you just, uh, well, it looks like, um, I can't remember what he was posing as, like a a galactic space. He was basically a cop. Cop. And and basically, you just have that... um, that awful i assume he was the vice president i don't know the guy was like we need to kill them all uh this oh, is an act of yeah. war I, I don't think he was so much a, a vice president an advisor he was yeah like an advisor like a military advisor yeah but he a was general or a commander or something yes you just have him go to the cell where joe is and you're just like hey um it looks like you're being released into the custody of uh space force or whatever and then it's just he he comes in and you do a beat and then you do like the the zoom in on Joe's shocked face yep. and then you hit the yep. credits. Come on. Yep. Yep. Nope. That literally been, anything would have been better. better. Yep. Than what they did. It was just I was just I like what what I actually had to rewind it to make sure I didn't miss something. <laughs> I'm like oh there really? what he's just here. Um, I will say, did you notice? Um, on the the uh, what he was wearing, did you notice what his, the logo looked like? Which which him? Sorry, the master. Oh, um, if you look at the logo, no, why can't I picture it? Straight on, it looks like a Dalek facing you. Oh, and I thought that was very clever. Interesting. Um, yeah. Here, I'll um. Here, let me let me. I take wonder a- if the, I wonder if that was intentional. I don't know, but it, it's it's also his. I loved his his costume in this. I thought it was great. Here, I'm just gonna pop it uh, up in our notes right now. Yeah, up top. Speaking of costumes, oh yes, of course. Oh, how did I not see that? How weird is that? That's just like oh, such a subtle thing. It really is. Now, I'm not sure if anyone else is wearing something very similar. Um, oh boy, those colors. But I mean. Oh, the collars. Uh, there was a lot of interesting choice. The uh, the gauntlets that that like the first people we meet. Mm. Like one guy's wearing these huge gauntlets, and I'm like, what oh, is happening? It, it seriously the the like the Earth forces. Um, it's like it's like they're they're wearing early foam cosplay armor. Yes, that they're it's, they're gonna the go only larping. Thing I can like. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is, and these really like goofy looking helmets like these helmets do not look good on them yeah and then like there's some people that look like they have shoulder pads that are like were repurposed like gears from like a production of the nutcracker or something (laughs) yeah um it's like there's a lot of weird uh choices going on here with with costuming i will say um i also thought the uh draconians looked great loved it i thought yes. they lo- they were like more lizard people conehead kind of people completely and it 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 takes me back to god was it two gallifrey ones ago one gallifrey one ago oh gosh i can't remember but Stephen ricks who does a lot of the costuming stuff over in the uk he did a full draconian outfit with the makeup and everything oh for galley yeah. Oh, I do not got, remember I've, that. I've got pictures. Yeah, I've 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 got pictures of him like, you know, pretending to uh tussle with someone who's dressed as a stormtrooper. Oh, that's funny. Uh, oh, it is. But he is his I mean his his work is well, obviously his work is so good they literally use it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um 
so so but his his draconian outfit and everything looked amazing so I, I I think I already kind of have a soft spot for them, but yes, in the show as well, I love the look of the Draconians. Um, yeah, very happy with them, and it's it's kind of interesting how they stand kind of in stark contrast to the very kind of like Neanderthal esque oh Ogrons. The Ogrons are probably um, like we go from re- like wow that the Draconians look so great, and then we go to the the Ogrons, and you're like. Oh boy! What is? We slap them together. What is this? It, it, and I, 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 I struggled at one point because, um, you know, a, an an ogron gets captured, and Joe brings it a banana. Yeah, I don't know what that was now, about. Granted, granted, maybe that's just the only food they had at that time, and that's fine. But at the same time, I'm like, they already look really kind of ape-like. Yes. And I'm, I'm just like, okay, you're, you're feeding this kind of what picture of them portrayal of them and i'm like i'm trying to decide if i should be bothered by this or not and i don't (laughs) i don't know if i should uh i i am i am the jury's out for me okay that's i'm not i'm not completely sure it was funny that he just started eating the banana sideways without peeling it and joe's like um i think you're supposed to well, oh, I mean, whatever he was doing was correct because he ripped the door off the hinges immediately after. <laughs> needed just, that potassium. Yeah, and just he's like, well, you're an, you think I'm dumb. You're the dummy. <laughs> um, yeah, um, kind of wish this was the Cybermen. Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit. I think that would have been way more interesting, um, especially with the, uh, the Masters kind of mind manipulator thing. Mm-hmm. which was great i love that um yeah i mean I, overall yeah i thought it was too, it was a little too long but i thought it i thought it was a good time i it, we have to talk about joe at great length yes i think she was uh a pretty she stood out to where it was just like joe's hatching a plan joe's hatching another plan she's like immediately mm-hmm. like all right because correct me if i'm wrong this is the first episode after the doctor is um is this the first episode after he gets the knowledge back to no it's not right um actually i think this might be their first like proper trip in the tardis so yes i think so what about because because it goes it goes the three doctors where they're like all right fine here because that's when they give him the keys back right they're like okay fine not yeah. the key, not the keys, you know what I mean. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they do go, they mean. do Carnival of Monsters. Oh, that's true. Okay, it was the first story. Okay, so Carnival. This is the second story here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but in production order, it was different. Okay, all right. That's what I think I was changing up here. But Joe, sorry, Joe Grant. Uh, yeah. basically like rip worn and ready to go. Like still kind of new to the uh, traveling through time and space thing. Mm-hmm. but is still like, all right, how are we going to get out of here, doctor? Here's what I think. This is what we should. And he's like, now Joe. And, uh, she's <laughs> like, all right, fine. That plan is not going to work. Cool. Let's do this plan. Uh, and he, you know, once again, it's like, okay, that's, that's not going to work either. Uh, I thought <laughs> you talk about how this, this is like, this could have been four or three parts and I mm-hmm. don't disagree, but I gotta say, Joe Im- improving 
while the doctor cuts through the jail cell. Oh, yes. Is it's a brilliant bit. It really is. And it's even funnier by by the the master just going, I'm going to turn this off. Just turns the like talking and just turns it all the yep. way down. Yep, and and they're just they're doing that. They're going, okay, we're just gonna bore the master to death, so he tunes us out, and we can escape. Yes, Which, yeah, I love that. I love that. It's great. I love. Um, um, shoot, I'm trying to remember what it is now. There's one point where, um, oh, how Joe defeats the master's like mind control box by prattling off nursery rhymes. Yes. Oh, that was brilliant. I loved that where he, no, not, not just that. I feel like she does something immediately after that. Oh, he tries to use the mind control box Mm because he tries to, he tries to um, do the whole, like you are the master and uh, you will obey me. And she does the nursery rhymes thing, which is great. Yes. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then he's like, all right, fine. Then I'll make you think I'm, uh, I'm a sea devil. Uh, right. And she's like, nope, that's not going to work. And two, I think two other, oh, the carnival in space monster, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The and then, yeah. And then I'm not sure what the other thing is. There's like I a third thing. Anyway. But I just, I, I, I love that the master just got frustrated. He's like, fine, fine. I don't want to hear nursery rhymes. Will you quit it if I'd stop trying to like influence you? And she's yes. Like, okay, fine. I love it. Like, I truly feel. I truly, truly feel, and John, you tell me what you think, but I feel like the master actually has a bit of a fondness for Joe, much the same way that we feel like Sasha's master has a fondness for Yaz. Um, yes, but I think this, it might be, this might be more of a, all right, I respect that you've found a way out of my, uh, magic tricks. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, I think the, I think the, the Sasha, uh uh oh my goodness um why can't i remember sasha yaz. the sasha yaz thing is more of a i'm gonna sway you to mess with the doctor i think that's what um okay i can see that but if if you look back i think at all the interactions between joe and the master through the third doctor's tenure um i don't think that fondness just happens in this episode i think i think you get it more i think there is this kind of like begrudging respect on some level right like like the master kind of recognizes joe's intellect yes which is great and it's like yeah oh completely agree but i mean i would like yeah that whole thing with the nursery rhymes and then just it was great i loved that uh just Mm -hmm. everything joe was doing within these six episodes was great um and i I, and even when i i really enjoyed the scenes where she they're like all right you're not gonna tell us that you're working for these guys we're gonna mind oh the mind probe references we were gonna (laughs) mind the mind probe a palooza is what this episode could have been called (laughs) because oh boy did they mention it a lot mind probe so yeah. Joe's like having a panic attack about this mind probe and the mm-hmm. the doctor's like listen it's fine like don't worry about it I, I've been through these mind probes before it's 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 going to be weird but don't, don't worry about it you'll be fine you're smart enough to I I loved the the scenes where um you know where the doctor and Joe like were having the co- I can't he kind of explains like oh I was on my way to meet to to go to a a peace summit and I 
was meeting, and it he kind of makes sounds like he made like made up a story, but he's he mm-hmm. was like, no, I was being truthful. I was going to go see this uh, pink striped dinosaur or whatever. I can't remember what it yeah, was, but yeah, 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 yeah. I really enjoyed that. Uh, I thought that was great. Totally. Um, I <laughs> there's one thing that we you know we usually don't we usually don't have notes on this, but sometimes we do. Uh, the music. Uh, what was with the music in this? Did you did you have I, any notes on it? Only only um there was there was one episode, I think it was episode five, at least in terms of the copies of the episodes that I have, where the theme music at the beginning and the end were like uh, different. Huh. Weird. It was like as if as if somebody was like, Hey, we're gonna do Doctor Who the animated series. How would you make the theme sound? weird and they'd be like listen to this that's strange yeah um what i was um, referencing because i don't all f- the rest of the music seemed pretty straightforward to me well i mean it did but somebody was taking some liberties with one song and it actually happened more than once but the first time i noticed it was in part two and it it was when uh the J- when the joe <laughs> when <laughs> when joe and the doctor are being walked through that building um like they're going to meet the president. Yes. Okay. There is it, it, music, but then there's like this. It almost sounds like someone trying to oh. do like a record scratch kind of thing. Oh yes, I do have a note here. It's I'm like the use of that little scratchy musical instrument in this scene is WTF. Yeah. It's I, what is that? Okay. There. <laughs> there's a um um. God, I don't know what it's called but it's this this kind of like cylindrical um wood instrument okay it's it's uh ribbed for lack of a better term and you take a uh typically wooden stick and as you're kind of cradling it in let's say your left hand because you're right-handed um you will uh kind of rake the stick across it with your right hand okay um, it's 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 something like like honestly if you listen to some old like tiki bar music you'll hear it a lot it was annoying but hearing it <laughs> yes but hearing it in doctor who it's completely out of place yeah it's You're right i had forgotten about that and i i tried to justify it i was kind of like well maybe, maybe this is supposed to bring like stress because they're walking to go see the and i'm like no this is just bad this is just bad and i don't like it um yeah yeah, so that's kind of where i was with with the music there but um i'm embarrassed i don't remember what that instrument is called i i i don't care to know what it is (laughs) that's fine that's that's i'm not gonna make you look it up you looked up some great stuff for our our all night with the living geeks episode and we appreciate that you don't have to look oh yeah yes i did thank you thank you don't we will not forget to plug that at the end of the show correct we will not um can i just can i just say uh, um speaking about uh the the president of earth yes um and i don't know where capaldi's doctor falls in the line of succession compared to where uh the current president in terms of this episode is i i have to say the scene at the beginning of episode three where the president of earth is getting a massage yes and they're all kind of in like these pseudo diaphanous gowns might be the most lesbian scene in classic doctor who wow i'm just i like i'm i'm 
not judging. I'm not saying it's bad. No, by, no, means. No. by all means, I get that being a president is a stressful job. Yes. Why, why we needed that scene. Yeah. Uh, in this story to, to drive anything forward. I, I also don't know. There it is. I have a, uh, I have a still of it. Oh, well, okay. that, cause she's getting the massage on this, this lounging chair. Yeah. And she's being, this is the other thing that was, that was just so annoying to me is I, I assume it is her assistant or secretary or somebody is reading off the, um, like, oh, and so-and-so needs you to do, it's just like, you know, going over the dailies. Yeah. Here's your agenda. So that's what the whole scene it is, but she's reading them off these pieces of paper. And I gotta say, Taylor, um, in the, j- just, we'll get back to the scene in a second, but the paper, it, it uh, so in the first episode, we have the distress signal. We're being boarded Mayday Earth. Please help us. You know, uh, we're going to, we're going to get boarded here in a second. We need some help. And then, uh, it goes back to Earth and there's a guy who's mm-hmm. like, we've just received this message and it's on a printed out piece of paper. Mm-hmm. It's an urgent message, and they used talk to type, talk to text to to fax a message, so they could wait for it to print out, and he could run up to there, and the, like everyone would be dead by then. Yes. What are we doing here? I'm hoping that people don't notice. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, back to this uh, this massage scene. Look, it's stressful. It's stressful being uh, no, I, being in I charge. Respect that. I respect that. That's why I would never, ever, ever, ever want to be present. Yeah. Um, but I do, I will say this though, the, the, the scenes in like the president's, I'm just going to say the president's office. I, I don't know if that's actually, you know, their war room or what the fact that we've got a, like basically wall size TV. Yes. Um, and, and we've literally got a news ticker running along the bottom. That might be the most, accurate like forward thinking aspect of yeah. this entire story because yeah we've got wall size TVs and <laughs> we've got news tickers going all the time and yeah. we've got you know uh, shots of different protests from all around the world and whatever sort of like goofy guy in the last episode was like oh that's right <laughs> damn these draconians yes we want war with these big four-headed people yes oh my jeez. Like, draconians might as well just be doctor who's klingons yeah apparently <laughs> um but oh, it's just man. like he even kind of seemed like he had like i would say i guess an american it did se- yeah it did seem like a that. little bit yeah. i'm like oh i see i see what we're saying here uk you're probably not wrong uh um, <laughs> Anyway, the other thing that the 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 big kind of like foam cosplay uniforms kind of looked like made me think like they were doing a low budget American Gladiators. Yes, absolutely. I could totally see that with those that big foam padding. Oh, my goodness. Um, Right. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about costumes a lot. There's another thing like costuming wise that kind of confused me. Um, and it's when, let me see where it's in episode one, two, three, three. <laughs> so when, you know, extreme measures need to be taken and we're going to send you to the detention center, um, mm-hmm. and everyone, the, the color schemes for this jail or this detention center, 
uh, really confused me, Taylor, because, well, firstly, I thought it was hilarious that they just brought the doctor in. They did actually, someone was like, uh, why is this guy just in these clothes? Like, what's happening? Oh, yes. I yes, thought that yes, was yes. funny because that was a question that I had immediately. Um, mm-hmm. The color schemes are confusing because, you know, usually that we're we're getting some sort of ranking system, which they they do tell us about. But it was like, wait, are these all people that are in the detention center? Do they run the detention center? We had the baby blue with the baby blue yep. belts. Yep. Then we had the slightly darker blue with the black belts. Then we had a lighter than baby blue with some weird symbol on it. It was just very, I was like, can we, I mean, I feel like that could be super confusing because you could literally just, if you were, you know, baby, baby blue with the baby blue belts, you could just maybe, I don't know, in your jail cell, make some sort of weird symbol and pass off as the people in charge. Programs, programs, can't tell the <laughs> warden from the prisoner without a program. I Get know. your program here. <laughs> it was so weird. I'm like, uh, it, it almost felt like, look, I only have blue. That's, that's like yes. what it feels like. Well, what Absolutely. do you have different color? There, no, they're all darker or lighter shades of the same blue. You can have <laughs> a, a uniform in any color you want, so long as it's blue. That's it. Nothing, nothing more, um, nothing less. I, I love this. See, I watched you watched this all today. Yeah, which I almost think is the better way to do it because I watched like three episodes before Christmas. <laughs> wow! Because well, I yeah, you were on vacation. Yeah. At, yeah, and then I watched three episodes over like the past three days, and I I had forgotten. Yes, the whole like the moon, the lunar penal colony for <laughs> yes peaceniks. Right, because it's <laughs> yes, like anybody who's like yes. advocating peace, you know, and and gets arrested in a protest is sent up there. I, I just I loved it because it was just like you know the doctor's like, okay, so I guess I'm headed back to Earth with this guy because I'm his plus one. Yes, peace sign, peace <laughs> sign, bro. I'm out of here, peace sign. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the peace God. signs are great. I love that. Just loved it. Just loved it. Um, there's. It really, over the course of six episodes, the, there are a lot of characters. Like, we don't come back to these these lunar penal colony people. Oh, yeah. They're literally just there and then that's for the it. doctor to go from basically one jail cell to a lunar jail cell <laughs> back to her. I'm not joking. No, they you're right. Yeah. So many god dang jail cells. <laughs> yeah, they were in, j- in jail a lot. <laughs> They really were. Let's see if we can. Okay, so uh, they're in. They they're in jail in episode two, and then yep. they leave that jail. Then they're brought back to that jail. Then they yep. leave Joe in that jail. Then they put yep. the doctor in a different jail. Then they are then put Joe and the doctor are then put in the master's jail. And then after yep. that, the master, <laughs> the doctor, and Joe are put in the same jail. Oh yes, that was a funny scene. I liked that. Yeah, that was great. When he's like, he's not. Uh, what did he say? He's not. He's not just waking up. He's been up forever. He's just pretending, so it doesn't look <laughs> like he's he's uh, he's distressed at all. And he goes, "Ah, yep. doctor, it's great. I love that." <laughs> I think that's everybody that goes into jail. We're in jail a lot. You're right. Uh, pretty much. And then at one point, Joe realizes other uses for a spoon. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That yeah, that's a different jail. 
That You're is, right. That's a different jail. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And she digs the fastest tunnel ever. I think. Oh, yeah. The only person I've ever seen dig a tunnel fast, and that is Bugs Bunny. Yes. Yeah. World, world-renowned uh, hole digger, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. I almost forgot about that. I, I put, I have a note that's like, I mean, how deep is that dirt? She just has like a, a regular spoon. Yeah. It's got to be pretty loosely packed dirt. It, I mean, it looked to be it. dug up with. Well, yes, it looked like like loose potting soil. Yeah, <laughs> yikes. Um, although in that scene, again to celebrate Joe, I loved her like Converse high tops looking boots and her like ska belt. Yes. Oh, because she like, changes at one point. Yeah, she changes at one point, and and this like black outfit of hers. I'm like, I dig that outfit. I don't think I've ever seen that. In any other episode, but I like that outfit. It's funky. Yes, absolutely. I'm trying to think if there's really anything else. We were in Rock Quarry a couple of times. That was fun. Yeah, we do finally get some Rock Quarries. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, we haven't even mentioned the Daleks barely because it's just like, well, you know, they're again, just kind of there. Playing the long game. Yeah, it's like they just finally show up. And I, I literally, I, like, I knew the background on the story and i was like oh wow they're introducing daleks in episode six yeah but seven minutes before because as soon as they came up i i clocked it i'm like there's seven minutes left in this entire serial um <laughs> and also right before that we get the appearance of the 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 orange glob thing that scares um that skills scares all the ogres yeah yeah <laughs> which it's just like Our- barely mentioned and i guess if you like i didn't even notice um the the rock drawing until after i saw the monster i went oh that's what that's supposed to be i guess yes yes agreed i saw it and i was just like i don't know what that is and then you see the monster and then they go back <laughs> and just like hey look at this and it's oh. like oh yeah it's it's the it's the it's the fleshy blob <laughs> the fleshy blob indeed uh, and then, you know, we kind of like, so the master this entire time has been like, I, my employers wanted me to do this. I just hired the Ogrons because they're, they're big and dumb and they'll do what I tell them to do. Um, yeah, and they work, they work for bananas. Yes, basically. Um, and it, we, you know, we come to find out who his employees are and it's the Daleks and they're literally here for seven minutes, as I've said a couple of times already. Um, and you know that's fine because I mean I was I was kind of unaware that this was a a, a cliffhanger into more parts, which is but it's it's fine because I I'm at least intrigued to see what's happening because at the end of this episode, uh, the doctor uh, I don't think he says he reverses the polarity at this point. He does earlier. Um, he mm. takes the little the little black box and changes some stuff. Uh, so he and joe can escape in the tardis but he is uh and correct me if i'm wrong uh he has a some sort of gunshot graze his head yes yeah and there's blood yeah which i was like whoa what that's crazy so he gets shot mm -hmm. and they get into the tardis and they take off but he's using the psychic controls and he just says i'm sending a message to the time lords yeah and then that's it and I was like, oh, and oh, and we're done. Okay. That's honestly a pretty good ending because I imagine like when this story first aired, you're like, 
oh dang the doctor is injured he's gone into the tardis yeah you're like is there regeneration coming yeah i that's what i you know what i had to double check i was like did i forget something nope and no i didn't but um this is not planet of the spiders no it's not i was like no that doesn't make sense um yeah i i honestly i love the ending the, that, oh it's that a great ending, ending. one of those is one of those things where like if if i was watching it for a very first time or even back then i'd be like no you can't end there i need to know what happens next yeah and it's that that investment of like not knowing what is going on and stuff that keeps me coming back yeah oh absolutely yeah this is the, like i talked about some of the cliffhangers were like what is happening here mm-hmm. um but this one it's like oh boy it not only is this like a a cliffhanger cliffhanger it just uh yeah it's nuts it's like it's like wow you like you don't know what's gonna happen yeah and i love it it was fantastic it was very, like overall like yes it could have been shorter but at the same time i thought that the core story was 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 good enough uh i would have enjoyed a better introduction for you know the doctor's arch nemesis mm-hmm. that we the viewers know i think that was like the like we know who he is. It's fine that they don't know, but you got like if you're gonna show me Delgado on screen, there better be some sort of uproar. Yeah. In music or anything. Anyway. Overall, you know, I like do you have any other uh any other uh last words? Uh, I mean oh, would you recommend this? There we go. Would you recommend this to anyone? I I almost feel like I want to reserve judgment for that after watching Planet of the Daleks, but I I I would, but I would also tell whoever I'm recommending it to to be like, look, it's gonna feel like it drags in places, and there's a lot of jail cells. So just be ready for that. <laughs> yes. So so I I would recommend it with some caveats. Yes, fair. I'd probably do the you? same thing. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. say the the same thing. I again, I think the story standalone, like you know, two races are like, no, you did it. And no, you're yeah. doing the same thing to me. And then it turns out it's a third party trying to mm-hmm. to muck everything up. Um, Pretty classic trope. Yeah, I like it. I think it's good. I think I think Joe's really strong in this. I think the doctor's mm. great. I think everybody's pretty good in it. So, uh, but yeah, I think I will also kind of I want to see what happens next. Mm-hmm. But um, well, we will get to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it, or we'll oh, no. exit that j- jail cell when we can. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's um, uh, let's hit some buttons. Let's do it. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. All right, I feel like we didn't really t- mention any of the fisticuffs that kind of happened throughout, but I, there, it's kind of few, far, and in between. I feel. Um, but a we, little bit. We do have, um, I believe it's in, oh, what episode is it? Where the doctor is like, the doctor and Joe are trying to escape. And he's kind of just knocking over Ogrons at every mm-hmm. chance he gets. It's it's yeah. great. Um, we, get, we get some pretty good Venusian Aikido. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. really good. Like, he's just mm-hmm. destroying fools, just going through them. It's great. Oh, yeah. And it's, I, I, I understand that, that, Pertwee's doctor was always meant to kind of be like a James Bond figure. Yes, where, which uh, also Swirt. gets a mention. Yes, in that's this where show. I was going with that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we finally go meta, 
with this and they actually mentioned James Bond. Which I thought was like, so then James Bond is a show in this universe. (laughs) James Bond exists as a movie series in Doctor Who. Yes, absolutely. That does, that does create that, that reality. (laughs) Um, But we get some decent Ogrons attacking people. Uh, There's, there's like a full blown ambush. Yes. At one point, um, you know, we now we, we also get Daleks. Oh, yeah, Daleks, yeah. Folks left and right. Yes. Um, I mean, overall, it's, you know, I, I, I always try to keep to the spirit of, like, the Duggan scale of, of just really kind of, like, Duggan-esque stuff. Yeah. Um, I think, but, you know, like, all I would really, really, like, focus on would be like the doctor's venetian aikido because he really kind of like oh he's laying it in serves them up oh completely oh completely um but based on the other bits of action when they happen i probably go about six and a half on that okay um i think i'll go five five and a quarter um and a quarter and a quarter yeah a little lower than usual but um yeah i think uh i think i'm fine with Unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think I am. It's tough sometimes over six parts. Yeah, but I think um, I think I'm fine with that. Oh, you know what? No, you know what? I'm gonna go up to f- <laughs> because I forgot. I think it's the end of part. Is this the end of part two? I'm. I'll go up to a. I'll go up to a, a five and three quarters off of this. Uh, when the Ogrons Kool Aid man that door. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it okay, just crashed cool. through it. Yep. Oh man, that's great. See, that's Duggan esque yep. right there. That bumps that it is, up. That is. Nope, I agree. Just crashing right through there. All right, that's great. Yep. <laughs> okay, let's uh, check. <laughs> let's check in this couch here. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the scale. <laughs> All right, Taylor, what what do you think here? I, you know, I don't really think it's all that scary. Mm-hmm. Um, there are parts that are a little violent. You know, we, we get our hero knocked on the head and um, he's scraped up. Um, and, you know, all the ambushing and stuff, there's a decent body count. But the story as a whole drags a bit. So I, I honestly would be more concerned about the kids getting bored rather than scared. Yeah, I hear that. You know, um, but yeah. In terms of like, you know, will my kid have nightmares from this? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. All right. Okay. So, Taylor, you're you're up you're up next time. Yeah. And quite frankly, I I feel like it would be a missed opportunity if we didn't just somehow find a way, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, to cram another six parter, <laughs> but this time into two weeks. And just do Planet of the Daleks anyway. Listen, I think that's uh, that's the only reasonable thing to do. It kind of it's they were meant to go together. Yeah, it's, it's like saying here's your peanut butter, but don't get the chocolate. Yeah, so I mean, definitely we are we're going to the Planet of the Daleks, and then yeah, I feel like just, did we watch have we watched Green Death or no? Um, I would have to check. No, I don't. I, I don't think we have. I don't think we've done the Green Death. I mean, if anything, we just keep on. Might as well, right? We, we sure can. Might as well. All yeah, right. Let me check. This Green. one's starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Grant. Not that you should be surprised by either of those. Directed by David Maloney and written 
by the late great Terry Nation. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Well, I'm excited because, you know, we left off on a big cliffhanger. I'm interested to see exactly. why he's calling the Time Lords and what he wants from them. Um, who knows? Because I actually don't that, because I didn't right. check. <laughs> I, I didn't check. So, all right. So until, oh, you know what? But before we, we do the plugs here, uh, Taylor, mm. let's let's talk about uh, the other podcast that we uh, we that's just right, released. That's right. Yeah, literally just on uh, New Year's Eve because I couldn't wait. Um, dropped our <clears throat> excuse me first episode of All Night with the Living Geeks for 2023. Uh, we decided to uh, one we got John on, so if you want to hear more John, hey, I'm there. Um, and bless him and his soundboard. Um, <laughs> we took a look back at um uh art bell's new year's eve show from 1999 going into 2000 so if if you are of a certain age you remember y2k Uh and all the like oh my god all the computers are going to stop working our society is going to collapse no we've got to wait a couple decades for that to happen um and so yeah we we picked some choice clips from that show and uh, talked about them and talked about our recollections of that period in time. So it's, it's, it's a fun listen. Go check it out, please. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. I think uh, it was, we'll see what predictions work and I don't know, work. 2023. Yeah. We'll see. Just the simple fact that you were able to look up bluelight.com. <laughs> yeah if that anything just go, yeah go that look that up uh, you gotta listen to the yeah episode listen to listen that means. listen to the yeah. episode to it's, hear it's us be a, like no that actually was a thing crazy. and that man probably got arrested for insider trading no i don't know <laughs> who am i talking about you'll never know unless you listen to the podcast nailed there it go. There we go. All right. So until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Please rate and review us as well. Or you can just head on over to SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the NOTLG. And also, NOTLG.com is back up and running. I know we had yes. some issues. Uh, that we got fixed. Uh, the plugins are updated or removed, and the site is also updated. So hopefully, we will not have any more issues going forward. Um, but yeah, it's fixed now. Uh, yeah. You can also head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com/slash notlg. Uh, like we said, it's raining, so if you want to go pick up like a hoodie yeah. or a long sleeve shirt and a hoodie and wear them both, you can you can go over there and pick up some of our merchandise. Or you can just donate to us monetarily, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. And that will do it for us this week. Oh, boy. Join us again next time when we talk about Planet of the Daleks. We'll talk to you guys then. See ya. It's Ogrons, correct? It's the Ogrons. The Ogron, Ogrons. 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 Yeah. And the Dr- Draconians. <laughs>